What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I want to buy a Chanel. $3,000. I just want to money. Money, 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 money. And that's a big-ass ring. So you should feel like a damn queen with a rock like that. But no, you take advantage. <laughs> when you don't say that I would like to take advantage of Coach this love, because advantage, what? Coach is not millionaire. I want $1 million from Coach. I am fully convinced that TLC is the best channel on television. It's called the Learning Channel for a reason, and that's because it has a ton of different shows that are dedicated to teaching us all about pathological relationships. 90 Day Fiancé being at the top of that list. For those of you who don't know, 90 Day Fiancé is a show where largely Americans with low sexual market value try to get with a partner with a much higher sexual market value by looking in the third world. This time, we have two couples, Larissa and Colt and Nicole and Azan. I have picked these two couples because I think they both exemplify the negative consequences of not putting effort into your life. Now, there are two ways to motivate yourself to achieve something. One is desire, and the other is fear. What am I going to gain by achieving this goal, or what horrible thing is going to happen to me if I don't achieve it? Ideally, you want both at the same time, because then metaphorically, it's like you have a goal to run towards, but then also, there is this horrible guy running behind you, trying to kill you. That fear forces you to run faster towards the goal. If you don't bring these two powers together at the same time, then you are not going to find the overwhelming willpower to get stuff done. And there is a danger to that. The danger of not getting stuff done is that you are doomed to live around low-quality people because they are the only people who will want you. You will have no other options. So this video is going to focus on what you should be afraid of when you don't try at life. Our first example is Colt from Las Vegas. He is a guy who doesn't really have any willpower. People say he talks in lower case, which essentially means that he has no energy in his voice. I feel really embarrassed right now. Larissa has no right to start a fight with me in front of my friends in public. Why can't we just save this for later? If she ever does something like that again, we will not get married. He lives with his mom at 35, he is out of shape, and he doesn't seem to have any high aspirations. So if he wants a wife who is reasonably attractive, he's going to have to make some sacrifices by shopping for a wife in Brazil. And as a consequence, this is how his fiancée, Larissa, greets him when she arrives in America and sees him in person for the very first time. Larissa! Why does my flowers? <laughs> Why does my flowers? You ready to go home, darling? Oh, please. Larissa has only been in Las Vegas for three hours, and she's literally not stopped complaining since she arrived here. I gotta say that if she greeted me like that the very first time I saw her, I would have sent her right back home. Not only did Colt pay for her plane ticket to America, but because she didn't get her visa in time for the first flight, she missed it, and he had to pay for a second ticket. After that, the first thing she says to him is, Where are my flowers? Then she proceeds to complain for several hours? Screw that. 
I'm not a good cooker, you know. When I speak to coach, I lie to him about my cooking skills because I thought, what do you mean like sex and good food? Okay, so she's a liar too. Understand that she's on a K-1 visa, so she can't work, which also means she can't be paid for the show. So the only way she can be of value to Colt is to take care of his home, but she doesn't have the skills to do so, which means she basically is going to sit around all day. It's not like you could um maybe spend that free time learning how to keep a home. How is your life hell? You have a man paying for you. Your man pays for everything. Your man pays for everything. Because you don't do a thing right now. You have to understand how bad this all is. Colt is so trapped in thinking that Larissa is the best he can do that it doesn't matter what his friends or family say. Even though everyone in his life doesn't like Larissa, he won't listen. I think that he's naive right now and is excited to have somebody in his life. You know, he hasn't had a girlfriend in a long time. But he's got his blinders on right now. You could always break this off. Oh, I, I just want you to think about it. You're not just coming over here to marry my man for a green card, are you? No, I think they're pretty much screwed. You know, I think that she's coming to America to enjoy the, you know, high life. So naturally, they get married, despite everyone telling him not to. We haven't even gotten to the good part yet. Larissa abuses Colt quite heavily, and she has a secret she's been keeping. But first, a word from this video's sponsor, Sandman. Zuck the cuck drinks water like a duck, but he also drinks your data. So tell him and Google to shove your data up their swing swings by downloading the Brave browser. It's free, blocks online advertising, and protects your privacy and data from evil tech companies. You only see ads if you want to see them, and you get cryptocurrency for your attention. Don't let Zuck use you to make a buck. Download Brave by clicking on the link down below. As if Larissa didn't have enough red flags already, she's also extremely physically and verbally abusive. Before I give you examples, though, I want you to listen to this, because it's a very common tactic that abusers use. But yeah, I just would like that you think the good things that this person made to you, not only the bad things. You understand me? This is a diversion tactic from Larissa. I'm not all bad. I do good things too. I want you to remember all the good times we had. This is such an effective tactic that abusers use, so allow me to use a metaphor to point out how dumb this argument is. Let's say you're in a relationship with a girl, and once every 100 days, she freaks out and beats the crap out of you. Every day during that period, she is a perfect angel, except for that one day. She's not so bad. Once every 100 days is only 1% of the time. She is almost always a good person, except for that tiny 1%. Or, let me say it this way. Once every three months or so, your wife screams at you, and beats the crap out of you. Is she a good wife? Should you remember the good times? That is literally what happened with Larissa and Colt. They were married for less than a year, and she was arrested three times for domestic violence. The most recent time, she punched Colt in the face, inflicted a bunch of wounds on herself, and then called the police on him. Thankfully, the Las Vegas police didn't believe her, and they threw her in jail instead of Colt. Here's a picture of her mugshot. Wow, having no makeup on makes a huge difference. She also says things like this. Coach, you a loser, fat loser, that live with your mother. And she tries to isolate Colt from family members that she doesn't like, 
particularly the ones who point out that she is an abuser. Love is enduring for the other. No, Love is fighting for the other. In my Love? wedding. Don't call me to my wedding, okay? What do you think that you are? And everyone that's against me, You're not my wedding, okay? Who is against the queen will die? Respect. It doesn't matter if Larissa is capable of having good times. Your character is measured by what you do when things aren't going well. When things don't go well for Larissa, she gets violent and abusive. Now, as I said earlier, she has a secret which functions just perfectly as the cherry on top to this whole situation. I have a kid. Yes, you heard it. Larissa is a single mother. Two kids by two different fathers. Two kids who she ditched back in Brazil so that she could get a million dollars from cults. I don't believe she has revealed the ages of her kids, but judging by the things that she said during interviews and during the show, they're young. She has been divorced from Colt for over a year, and she hasn't moved back to Brazil to be with her kids. She straight up abandoned them. However, she has started an OnlyFans account. If you don't get your act together, then people like Larissa will be all over your life. You will have friends like Larissa. You will have girlfriends like Larissa. You will have co-workers and management like Larissa. And you will have family like Larissa. They may not be as toxic as her, but they will still have a very detrimental effect on your life. On to our next couple, Nicole and Azan. Unlike Colt, Nicole is someone who has high aspirations and energy in her voice, but at the same time has zero follow-through when it comes to carrying anything out. With that said, she doesn't really have any traits that any quality guy would want. Nicole is morbidly obese. She is physically abusive. She doesn't know how to cook. And she is a single mother. So in order to find the, quote, man of her dreams, she has to go to Morocco just to find a man who is willing to pretend to like her. <laughs> physically, I'm attracted to Nicole, but it's not like, just like, for example, 55%. Hmm? Because I always want my wife to go to the gym with me and be healthy. 55%? That's an F. Azan gave Nicole, the woman he deeply loves, an F. I'm surprised that she kept a straight-up poker face when he called her ugly. Just like Colt, that lack of reaction is probably due to the fact that she knows she hasn't done anything to deserve a better partner. And that's because she gives up on literally everything that would improve her life as soon as it gets difficult. I tried to eat healthy for a little bit, and it was going well, but I got stressed out, so I kind of stopped, so. <laughs> I would love to see what her attempt at eating healthy food was like, especially considering that she has no idea what real produce looks like. Green beans like this? Are those green beans or peas? Green beans. I'm used to vegetables in a can. This is definitely different when I'm used to. If I even see fresh products, it's usually in a supermarket, in a refrigerated section. <laughs> That's what I'm used to for fresh ingredients. This is what I imagine when I see all the fat acceptance people saying things like, I tried to eat healthy, but it didn't work. I bet if you took them to a supermarket, most of them would not be able to show you what a peach looks like outside of a dull fruit cup. How am I supposed to believe that Nicole actually tried to eat healthy? So the backstory to this visit to the market was that 22-year-old Nicole went to go visit Azan in Morocco. 
He had trouble getting a K-1 visa to America, so she had to visit him. Keep in mind that she had a kid who was only a year and a half old at the time of her first trip, and that trip to Morocco was five weeks. That's like an eternity to a child. She abandoned her daughter for over a month so she could meet some stranger in a different country. Like, holy crap, these single mothers do not care about their kids. Then worse, when her daughter was two, she brings her to Morocco, a country that Nicole blatantly stated that she did no research on to see if it was safe before her first trip. Did you do research? On Morocco? No. I mean, America is a very wealthy country, but there are still plenty of places where you shouldn't take your kid. Did Nicole care to check to see if Azan lived in the Moroccan version of that before she took her daughter there? Not to mention that she parents her kid with an iPad. And when Azan was having trouble getting a visa, probably because he didn't actually want one, she was willing to abandon her child for more than a year so that she could marry Azan in Morocco and get him a visa that way. Because just like Colt, Nicole knows that she can't get a guy as physically fit as Azan in America, and she doesn't want to self-improve, so she ignores all of the completely stupid shit that is going on in her relationship. Like the fact that she has been his fiancé for four years and has mysteriously failed to marry him twice. She also sends him money. She cheated on him. You know, before I cheated on him, things were amazing. After I cheated, it changed. He cheated on her. They argue all the time. She is physically abusive, and when she attacked him, he had to run up some stairs just to get away from her. There is likely far more to this story than we are being told. Nicole has wasted four years of her youth on a relationship that is not going to work out. She has fostered a terrible relationship with her daughter, and her family has zero respect for her. Oh my god. This is so hard. Oh my god. I can't go up there. I don't exercise, okay? This is not a thing for me. Look at that. She gives up on walking up that hill from the very start after a tiny bit of struggle. The hill isn't even that big. Azan practically has to force her to go up. Eventually, she makes it and does the camel ride, but the whole time, she just wants to quit. If she stays on this path, then she is never going to have anything good. And that's how your life will turn out when you don't try. You don't get good things out of life when you don't put any effort in. Instead, you get to live with your mom at 35 and marry a person who abuses you. Or you get to be let on for four years in a toxic relationship with a guy who clearly doesn't love you. What other options do they have? If you don't work hard, you don't get good options. And this will affect every part of your life. You need to develop the ability to push through challenges, even if you think there is no way that you can succeed. That's what creates successful people. They push through tough times and defy all the odds. Now, I know a lot of you play video games, so I will explain this with video games because there are tons of things you can learn from them, especially if the game is competitive. One of the games I play a lot is Smash Ultimate, and something that you learn when you start getting good is mental game. Your mentality has a very heavy effect on the outcome of the match. If you are going to play at a high level, then you need to have the mentality of, I'm never going to give up no matter how far behind I am. For those of you who don't know, Super Smash Brothers is a fighting game where you try to knock your opponent off the stage and out of bounds. 
the more you hit the other player, the higher their percentage goes, and the easier it is to knock them off the stage. Online matches typically play with three lives. There have been plenty of matches where I was down to my last life while my opponent was on their first life, but I still ended up winning. Look at this match. I'm playing Young Link, and this Roy player has me completely beat. After he hits me with a sword, I know that there is no way I can make it back to the stage with Link. So, basically I should just let myself fall and die, right? Nope. I still try to recover anyway, and it turns out that he fucked up, missed the ledge, and fell out of bounds before I did. If I didn't try to recover, I would have fallen first and lost. There are tons of matches out there where things like this happen, and where giving up will cause you to lose a match that you could have won. When it comes to mental game, there are different roles to play. If you are losing, understand that very often your opponent will get arrogant and lazy because they are ahead. That's your chance to fight harder and catch up. Even if you think that there's no way you can win, you say to yourself, I might lose the match, but before that happens, I'm at least going to take one of his lives. I'm not going to let this guy embarrass me. That mentality very often leads to a victory that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten. If you are winning, then your goal is to intimidate and demoralize your opponent so that they give up. Don't even give them one second to catch their breath. You want to make them completely hopeless. With that said, what do you think the media is doing when the local ABC News channel almost exclusively reports rape, murder, and robberies? Why do you think their narrative is always negative? No matter how good things get, Every year is the worst year. Everything is unfair, and you will never get ahead no matter how hard you try. Why do you think they do that? It's because they want you to give up, and they want you to stop trying so they can obtain more power. And a lot of people fall for that. That's the black pill. Man, some things are a little bad, so I'm just going to give up. Great. Mainstream media and all the corrupt people in the world didn't have to do anything because you just quit without a fight. They were bluffing, and you didn't call it. Well, you should have, because they are losing. Look at what has happened in these past four years. The ferocity with which they are trying to cheat shows their complete desperation. So don't make the mistake of going black pill or giving up. Keep pushing through difficult struggles. That's how you win. Nothing worthwhile is going to come to you without a fight. But I think that will be enough for this video. So if you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar. You can find all of those links in the description. Last, if you haven't checked me out on Facebook, BitChute, or Twitter, you can also find those in the description. Otherwise, thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.